0: Recently Alexander and I shared an experience and situation where we were tasked with going through the process of utilizing the just philosophy to process our emotions, find our center and make decisions based on what we hold true in our spirit. In this instance, he played the role of messenger and I the receiver. Together we spent just under an hour's time working through an issue that was brought to us externally and after felt it was a near perfect scenario and example to share as a real world dissected experience here for you all to absorb the info and try it out in your lives or bring it into your past conversations to see how they could have benefited from this wisdom don't forget about our live q and a's with alexander's which are being moved from sundays to monday nights check our social media for times and locations where you can watch that don't forget to share our podcasts with like-minded people offer it as just a consideration of another perspective, and rate and review us on iTunes so that we can be seen by more people. And we also have our Patreon account where you can donate for $5 a month and get access to our exclusive and behind-the-scenes content and a shout-out on an episode by yours truly. But the most important part of all this is that we all begin to practice This philosophy. Turn that knowledge into wisdom so that we can then exemplify what we want this world to look like. What an amazing thing that would be. So now let's journey. With Aaron and Alexander
1: Uncovering our authentic self
0: Through self-awareness, conscious communication, and emotional responsibility Alexander, I recently read a quote That said During chaotic times It's the best opportunity to do the most spiritual or self-development work Ah. And it reminded me of uh, an example or an experience that we both had intertwined um, recently. And I felt that maybe we could share this with the podcast listeners because I I do think that this experience that we have both had together is going to bridge a lot of the pillars and a lot of questions that we may be uh, asking ourselves as we... Are trying to navigate through these crazy times and the things other people may be going through on social media so just offering an example that people can um, see them see themselves in and Mm -hmm. see their experiences through can kind of help them navigate their own experiences and kind of look at the things that are around them going on and possibly a different perspective
1: yes and this is going to be directly connected to our very first pillar in the just philosophy, and that uh, seek the divine in the chaos. And that doesn't always mean that that seeking is easy. And so uh, through this podcast uh, today, we are going to be talking about a specific issue in a general way that uh, we were interactive in over the media and show how the balance between standing in your power and being flexible at the same time the analogy of the tree is uh, kind of the the forecast of of today's topic and what we're
0: going to be getting into so we'll start off by just saying that this was uh, a conversation that you and i had over the phone where you brought something to my attention and i want you i want you to offer it up in your words and we can kind of go through the conversation step by step and i'll open up and share like my thought processes as i was going through it as we were both helping each other uh practice and do Mm -hmm. the work which is which is really cool and i think it's maybe the first time we're actually going to talk about having other people play roles and help you go through this
1: so the background of this right quick was There had been a social media post that Aaron had put on his private page, and it wasn't connected to the Wise Wise or me personally in any way, shape, or form. But there was uh, someone that just showed concern. They contacted me and said that they were a little offended by the post and that they trusted that Aaron was a good person that if he was affiliated with me, but there was concern moving forward of our connection, meaning me and this other person, because it was shared that if this is what I support or represent, then they question wanting to be connected with me. And right away, I, I've i known Aaron for almost five years now, and we've done a uh, large amount of work together. Uh, he's really worked with this philosophy to prove it, not to believe it, but to prove it in his own life. And so Monday, when I got that information, I reached out to him right away. And I just presented it in a way that I had something that I wanted him to talk to without any expectations. And I shared what I just shared with you people to him and I said there's a potential that I will lose a contact with this but the most important thing was I said I want you to make this decision because there was no direct stream connecting me to it and I'm not interested in controlling what people do with their private lives but so this turned into a discussion between Aaron and I about kind of around how we or how he, how I continue to look at how we're presenting ourselves to the world, especially during these times where people are so sensitive. So maybe pick up now uh, from your point of view of after the initial introduction to it, maybe you can give a constructive criticism of that, how it was brought to you, maybe what you very first experienced and then kind of what it turned into.
0: I felt even though, I mean, it was true that there was a possibility that there was a a business opportunity for you through it through this connection, that allowed me to pause a little more and put a little more importance to my reaction to it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And of course, I I listened calmly to everything, but I at first had thought I knew what post that you were talking about. And uh, I had posted something... More political, but pointing out some of the hypocrisy that's going on in politics, and uh when I thought that, that was the post that you were talking about, I immediately had the reaction of oh i don't care about that i'll i'll i 'll take it down it 's not a big deal right, but when you explained to me which post it was, it was something that was more of a of a personal thing it, it had nothing to do with politics, it had nothing to do with me pointing out anything it was just a picture of myself, I had wrote uh, a description kind of talking about kind of me doing this work and, and trying to stay childlike and, mm-hmm. and keep things when things are chaotic, try to stay in that having fun type of thing. And, I, and I'm a goofy person and I like to make weird faces and do kind of funny things in pictures. And so that's kind of what it was about, and I guess we can get into a little more detail because it does have to do with the context of why there was uh, um, possibly—it can be seen as being offensive. Yeah, or
1: misconstrued, and and of course that was the case, but this is where we begin to, as we are sharing our lives with the world, to be considerate of how things are received— and there is a time to stand in your power once again. And there's a time to be flexible. And those two motions should be interchangeable. And I'm going to bring the tree in once again. That when the storm comes, the branches are able to be flexible. But the roots are still solid and, and firm in who that tree is. But it weathers the storm. And that's the way that I was approaching this that I shared with you First of all, it was up to you of whether you took it down or how you responded, and I wanted to make sure that you didn't feel any pressure from me, even though uh, there was potentially something riding on it. The main point of that is that we always want people to make changes in their lives because they want to, because they see the benefits of it. Many times people will make adjustments or make decisions uh, based off of the pressure or expectations of someone else, and that almost always turns into bitterness down the road. So in my explaining to Aaron, I said, I don't even know one way or another. This person may has already made their decision. So I didn't want it to be a decision made to potentially save something that could be lost, because many times we'll make those adjustments and we so-called lose anyway. So this become a reflection on really, as I was speaking to Aaron, how do you really want to be, you know, seen? And that brought into kind of like a a deeper part of the conversation as to that's something you've really been looking at lately, correct?
0: Yeah, and I did want to say that there, you know, there is some natural pressure there because you are my mentor. And some of it is probably projected judgment because I feel – Like, you can see everything. Mm -hmm. So I self-project onto myself. Um, So there was some of that there, but I am somebody who needs to be able to make my own decisions and feel strongly that it was my decision in order to feel okay with the decision that I've made. So I I recognize that in myself throughout this process as well.
1: Yes, and I wanted to come in here to say that, obviously, I'm aware that that's there, and we talk about it. And so for anyone that gets uh, misunderstood when you're delivering stuff, remember that your energy does play a role in this. And that was why I was kind of extra persistent to make sure that you weren't, even if you are feeling a little bit of that influence, please don't make this decision based around that. The beauty of this is that when you can, when you're presenting something to someone for possible change, The key to the deliverer is to deliver it in a way to where the person sees that, no, it truly benefits them, that this isn't catering to somebody. You may have had 15 or 20 people that liked it, and then there's just this one person or one situation that has an issue with it. And so it can be weighed logically very quickly to just say, no, it's not worth the effort and it's not getting enough ripples. But when we break it down to... In that situation, I said, and we did. There were, you know, some other variables that was important here. It was where Aaron lives, showing the location being Virginia or here in the South. I'm located in North Carolina, and it was on a new, uh, somewhat holiday that is being established. That was part of the uh, unknown of the the post and the combination, of course. And then there was the an action included that was part of that question. So just looking at the post in general, there was nothing really, it was challenging to see what is offensive about this. But then when those three things were seen together, that's when it seemed like Aaron was really able to take a step back and go, okay, no, I can see that. And that's when I felt that it kind of softened a little bit. And see, the important thing here is being willing to see it the way that somebody else is seeing it. It doesn't mean that their way is right. It doesn't mean that you're agreeing with them. And this was so beautiful to be part of this because this is what we need more of. This is just a great example of two people coming together with potential different views to where
0: you're working toward a similar goal. So when you first did clarify which personal post it was from I was like okay well what could possibly be wrong with that and and I did start to feel some like heat in my chest. And so I was having sort of like an emotional reaction I got a little defensive mm-hmm. in my energy not in my I don't think maybe in my voice maybe you could you could sense it a little yeah, bit Yeah, I mean because, I could sense Yeah, I was some like that, I was like cuz you know with the with uh, with the conspiracy post that I was talking about I wasn't attached to that but my personal post and I put thought into it I take the time to take a picture and I put I adjust the settings of it so I, like I'd make it Very appealing, and and so I had a little more attachment to that post. Good point. Good point. Um, so when you did go through the perspectives and the reasons why it could be potentially seen as offensive,
1: but not just this one person, but. Yes. This is yeah. 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 You didn't yes. even present yes. it as that, right?
0: Because um, I didn't even know whether this person was just pointing out that there's potential here that it could be, or yes. if it was actually a personal thing.
1: And that's important that it's it's not about this one person mm-hmm. yeah. because this one person was more concerned about a bigger yeah. view, and that that is important to bring in here.
0: Yeah, and in, and when you when you even present it as one person, it's so easy to. Take a dualistic stand against that that one person. It's Whereas,
1: almost a automatic. Yeah, for yeah. A lot of people.
0: Whereas if it's a perspective, it's not as personal in a way. It's just a perspective. So when you did clarify those three things, that in combination could be seen as it being offensive. I mean, I I while it was a stretch, I could definitely take on that perspective and, and see see how it could be done as not being sensitive right. to the current going goings on in the world.
1: And that and that was part of the point. is that due to our sensitivities, this could be an issue. And this is important as we move forward, especially in these times because of people's sensitivities, that I'm just suggesting here this level of consideration, the the willingness to see this other person's view, without feeling that that threatens your own truth. From my perspective, if you're not willing to listen to somebody else's view, then I question if you don't carry a good amount of insecurity about your own view. I happen to feel that you feel very strong in your view. You should be able to listen to somebody talk about the exact opposite and it not affect you at all. Because Just because you accept someone's view does not mean you approve of it. And we talk about this over and over. Acceptance doesn't equate approval. Acceptance is the first step to healing. And when I did feel that energy shift was, I I feel like when you were able to put those three variables together, step out of you as the artist and just go, yeah, I, I mean, I can see how that could be construed that way. We both agreed right away that we're clear that wasn't your intention. But, and then the interesting thing was, uh, you know, you brought up, where's the line?
0: Yeah. Cause I did. So like you're saying I did, or that seeing that perspective did allow me to relax a little bit, but then I went internally and exactly what you were just talking about. Um, accepting somebody's view, I did accept it, but then I struggled because I immediately asked myself, well, is this is this something I'm willing to take down because of something that's such a, a stretch? I think you would not many people would have that perspective, in my opinion. That was just my opinion. And so, like you said, it was like an artistic thing. I did put time and creativity into that and that energy. And so I had to internally weigh those two things like and 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 because I had an attachment to this piece of work that I did mm-hmm. where is the 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 line that I allow my views to be challenged and I give in in a way and I'm using language of of how I was internally and we can go back and look at that language and right. and maybe uh you can add a different perspective in there because I did go through like an emotional reaction. Not that I was like taking a fit or, or doing anything in like more of a physical way, but internally I was having an emotional reaction where I was working through, where is the line for me as a person? I don't know, like, am I standing in my power by saying, no, this, my attention was pure and. I accept your view, but I'm not taking it down. Or am I being weak in my power if I, if I take it down because one person identified where a group of people could possibly see it as uh, offensive. So all these struggles and I am a very like, uh, I don't know how you would describe it, I have a lot of fire energy. Mm-hmm. And so often in my past, I, I would put my foot down and put up a strong boundary, very masculine energy and maybe over the top in right. some ways. So I did feel that old energy coming in and I had to kind of tell myself to tone it down. And I did have like a verbal vomit of all of everything that I was thinking because I need, I needed help with it at that point. Right, yeah, And you were able yes. to come in and add some different perspectives and help me process through all that because it did in a way challenge who I thought I was in a way and it's and it's funny how something so small so small can unravel the ball of yarn
1: yes and that, and that gets back to us checking in to whether we're really standing in our power you know as strongly as we think that we are and i know that you know this happens to be a subject you've been working on for quite a while and and i have as well for for many many many, many years And knowing where that line is, you know, here it was with social media, but I like to relate it to just um, conversation that, you know, what kind of person, what kind of soul do you carry that are you interested in communicating with people, touching people, helping them to move past limits, or are you interested in challenging them? Are you interested in proving that you're right and they're wrong through, through facts, through information, through opinions? See, this is a big decision, and this is where we are as a culture, uh, possibly a little bit as a world, but certainly here in the United States, that anyone that is looking to project that they're looking to benefit the human race or help others... That is a big line that's drawn is, is your action actually working towards helping someone (laughs) or is it in defending something that you feel like needs to be defended? And I'll say again, if you feel a need to defend it, you may want to look at that. So I know this was a, a flood of emotions. You managed them very well. You stayed communicative. You did ask for, you know, some input. And I do remember I gave one example of when I was playing crystal bowls at an assisted living home and I was playing it in this 85 or so year old lady, just thought it was the most angelic thing that she had ever heard. And we had about five minutes. I even told her she could go get a cup of water and we could charge this water and she could drink it. And she did. And she left and went and got it. And and we charged the water and she drank it. And she was just having a moment or a few minutes of bliss with me. and, And she was so appreciative. And this, uh, at this assisted living home, they were having a wellness fair. And I was right beside an elevator out in the hallway, and an elderly gentleman stepped off and right away started complaining and said, what is that awful sound that you're doing? Stop that immediately with major aggression. And the lady beside me uh, retaliated and said, no, it's an angelic sound, and you, you don't know what you're talking about. And I, I just I touched her on the arm, and I said, please, we'll get to more of this. And I stopped the crystal bowl from playing. And I said, yes, sir, I don't want to disturb you in any way. And and she was in my ear going, you shouldn't let him. He gets his way, blah, blah, blah. Almost like childlike. But this happens every day out here in everyday life. And I just once again touched her arm and I said, we're going to get back to our experience. And then this gentleman walked. And as he was walking, he was walking toward this group of people. And I leaned over to the lady and, and I said, now watch his personality. And what he did is he busted through three or four different pods of people as we sit there and watch them for just a few minutes. And he had to be dominant. He took over the conversations. As soon as he would establish dominance, then he would leave and go to another group. Interrupt, establish dominance, blah, 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 blah. So after we watched just a little bit of that, I said, see, he carries an aggressive personality. He's going to find fault in most everything that he interacts with. And she says, it's exactly, it's like, you know who he is. And I said, no, this is just an energetic pattern. And I said, now that he's out of hearing range, let's go back to this experience. So in those situations, breaking that down, that I knew that I was still going to have time to get this person back to where they wanted to be while still being considerate of this other energy that has just entered. That is chaotic and saying that I am creating the chaos. I'm not going to help that person in that moment by challenging him that I'm not creating chaos. The opportunity to change him is by allowing him to go through that and then allowing the ripples of people talking about that for days after and their enjoyment and for to create intrigue and interest in him for the next time that I'm there, he may choose to have a different experience. That's why I asked that question, you know, would if you were misunderstood in a conversation, would you be interested in clarifying that so that you felt that you were at least heard correctly, even if they still continued to feel the same way differently than you? Or would you just draw the line and say, I don't care what you think? That's what a lot of people do and create that friction almost intentionally. And there's many different views out there of that. But I've never seen myself personally anyone change from being yelled at or being challenged in a conversation, especially about a point of view. Now, we can get into semantics around teams and coaches and different things like that, but I'm talking about – communicating and helping people to grow, not in specific sports-type, coach-type situations, because that does happen and people do change their direction and perceptions in those types of coached situations. But very rarely when two people come with different opinions or challenging opinion does force, create a change for one of those to come over to the other side. So I wanted this to be seen clearly that this is a form of standing in your power through acceptance, and then potentially doing something else with that piece of art or creativity. Uh, The picture from that can be still taken and used in another form of creativity on another day. So see, it's about that. You don't have to always look at something's going to be lost or something's going to be controlled. It's just a matter of, oh, okay, well, let me take that and stick it in my back pocket, and I can use that later. And I think that's the important thing is... Knowing when to initiate something, where, why you're initiating it, to whom you're initiating it, and whether you've already been talking about it or sharing it long enough. That is a big key to go through those steps to know whether it's optimal in that particular situation to share that art, share that information or that conversation.
0: So there were two things that you brought to my attention that kind of broke me out of the internal investigation that I was doing and the emotional reaction. Uh, One was what you just brought up, which was you asked me if somebody came up to me in person and offered that perspective of how that could be taken, how would I react? Right. And initially I knew that I would react in more of an apologetic and... Very thoughtful way of of being, you know, because that was not my intention at right, all right. when I made it. That That's was key, not even in my mind. And whoa, we're riding the waves. Yeah, yeah, okay, um, yeah, that was not even in my mind at the time when I when I made the post. Um, I was actually almost doing the exact opposite, where I was wanting people to be more fun, and and the other thing was when you were explaining how you were going to go back to that person and depending on what I decided to do, whether to take it down or, or keep it up, how you were, you were going to explain my actions to that person. And you, you were very upfront about how you supported me a hundred percent, no matter, uh, which direction I chose, which was, I felt very supported Mm -hmm. and I felt like it was my decision to make and either way that you understood and um so you did a really good job at allowing me to be myself in that situation so that made it a a very neutral experience from that point of view but i also felt supported at the same time and very grateful that you were there to help me work through this because i did have some real questions at that moment Mm -hmm. and so when you went into explaining how you were going to discuss each point of view, you know, depending on what I chose. So as soon as you went into explaining who I was as a person and why I decided to take it down and that my energy was not wanting to cause any offense to anybody and just explaining that type of energy, I knew instantly in my, in my soul that even though at the same time I was battling my ego, mm-hmm. I knew instantly that that was how I wanted to be seen. Right. And, you know, because even like on, on a daily basis, I'm always thinking about it. I always have that in the back of my mind is how do I want to be seen? And I go through my actions and I make decisions based on that. But in this instance, there was a lot more emotion that came in because my ego felt like I had to protect, you know, my energy and my the work that I was doing.
1: Yeah. So, you know, that breaks down to basically do you want to be received or do you want to be right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: That's what a lot of people are being challenged with right now. And being right, you know, is uh, both useful and not useful. Being received is almost always useful. So that's why the flexibility of now to be able to bring this back around to, uh, to family and sometimes these conversations are hardest to have with people that we're close to. And I've recently been um, around a lot of family and discussed this with some of my family members and to where, you know, years are lost because of in people's lives of connecting because of differing opinions. And that's what we were dealing with here is we could have made it a challenge of differing opinions. I was willing to be in your corner I just wanted to be clear in how you did want to represent yourself. And if that was going to be, no, I feel I'm clearing my intentions, then I would have went back to that person with that of, no, we both are clearing the intentions. I'm sorry that you see a way that this can be misconstrued, but uh, nothing's going to change, you know, and in this situation, you did take it down. You saw uh, within your spirit, the usefulness, obviously of that, and the not need to make a point. And that is what I find is very useful, uh, like I said, when we are trying to help someone see a different view, is that if you show flexibility, then over enough time, then it's going to attract people around you that are willing to have that kind of flexibility. I do my best to exemplify through the philosophy and through my own life that level of flexibility of of I'm very clear in what I stand for and what I represent, but I don't need to prove any of that, and I certainly don't need to be forceful with it because I don't feel like that is going to help bring anyone closer. So this is a dance in standing in your power and being considerate You know, we've got, whether it's issues around masks or whether it's issues around the coronavirus, there's so many, racism, there's so many different issues that any issue can be chosen and you're not going to find someone that is going to agree with you with every one of those subjects very often. We don't need to hold one aspect of somebody to make that completely who they are at the same time. So bringing this back around to, you know, the conscious communication and the philosophy, it was a huge consideration on my part of how I was going to present this as part of my practice as how I work with people intimately in my life, my clients and, and people that I work with, with this philosophy. So it was well received. It was very natural. Aaron was very open. He did go through the emotional wave, we will call it. And whether that comes from judgment or approval or, or challenge or whatever it is, uh, you is—you know, that's not necessarily important to focus on right now. But it was the ability to communicate through that, to make a decision, to make an adjustment, to feel good about it. And at this point, it's been five days since that, I still I made myself available to talk to, to this situation, but it hasn't come to fruition yet. So, see, we still don't know how it's really going to play out, but I'm very pleased, and we discussed right after we had that conversation that this would be a good topic to discuss on the podcast because this really gets down to the term that we use so often, conscious communication in relationships. And talking about subjects that are challenging, is, this is is just a great example of the steps to kind of go through that. You want to, and the presenter wants to make sure the person as best as they can do, doesn't feel judged, doesn't feel ridiculed, is truly being given an opportunity to give their side of whatever the situation is. And then the person receiving, you know, their job is to to work with that uh, challenge of feeling attacked, feeling judged, feeling a need to explain, to defend. And and I really wanted to work with that to let you know that I knew who you were. I knew what you exemplified. I knew what or I had a good idea of what you wanted to project And that if we could just get on the same page to see how this could be perceived, that I knew I was very confident that you wouldn't have an issue with it. And we did get there really pretty quickly in a matter of, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes maybe.
0: And yeah, I was just about to bring that up, which is if I had been doing this work alone, it may have taken me a day or two to process all of this emotion and get back neutral and then make the decision. But during our conversation, once... I felt that feeling in my soul or spirit with how you were talking about which way you would present me in somebody else's eyes. I knew immediately how I'd want to be seen. Mm -hmm. And I I knew that was my decision. And I even took it down while we were still talking before I even told you, because I knew at at that moment I reached the decision. I didn't need to really go any further. And I did want to bring up The role of having you there, and maybe we go into the role of finding people that can help us with these types of things. And I'm lucky that I have you, and I have a few other friends that we do hold each other accountable in Mm -hmm. certain ways. Maybe not all the time, but when you know when I need it the most, I've been able to count on somebody to even even if it's still rough. They they point out something that I'm doing, and You know, if I'm being honest with myself, I'm able to receive it and be like, hey, man, I'm currently doing this and I need to be aware of it and then take responsibility for it.
1: Yeah, And this connects perfect timing into another one of the pillars, emotional responsibility and accountability. And that's really the process that you that you played uh, going through that to recognize that it did bring up those emotions and to work through them, and as you were just giving appreciation for a way to process it, because you are a vocal processor. You have the throat chakra and the human design, and I know that, so see, that was part of the plan, is to, to for you to feel supported while you're going through this process. The key is to get past the emotional reaction, and you did an excellent job with that, because once again, as a presenter, you can't always present it in the perfect way, uh, because you're not always aware of the other person's emotional sensitivities or triggers. So uh, So I will you know give you a lot of gratitude where that was concerned because you could have gotten offended and just shut down. and it wouldn't matter of what I said or anything from that point on. And I think it does show uh, advancement in your level of the work that you've been doing, the connection with the philosophy and of this relationship and how beautiful relationships can be and how helpful they can be uh, once we do build trust and respect and approach every situation from an open perspective. I mean, I think that's the key thing to establish with another person that you're going to utilize like this is that can we always just start from just getting the information out there and looking at it from similar views before we go into defense or go into a need to prove. That's where the reaction we're at with our culture right now with the majority of the mass population is they are in reaction, even a higher, heightened state of reaction than, you know, in the recent past. That's the beauty of this philosophy and the steps that it helps you to break things down, not to get overwhelmed, because once we get overwhelmed, then we typically, as humans, go into emotional reaction or down. Uh, growth isn't going to happen in either one of those. So I think this is, once again, a great example of a touchy subject that uh, multiple people were involved in and it was able to come to a wonderful exchange. Growth uh, all the way around is, is absolutely possible.
0: Yeah, I think there was a point there where I had to look at this as a teaching moment and we did bring in that pillar. Everybody can be your teacher. Because I did a part of me when my ego came in, I wanted to point out the other person's work, you know, because, because if they did this work, then theoretically they shouldn't be offended, you know, but then I had to quickly like three, you know, that was just like a verbal thing that came up with my emotional reaction. And then I know that I have responsibilities here to do, and I can only control what I'm responsible for. And I can't control what other people are going to say or do. And I mean, if we look at the world, it's all just people emotionally reacting everywhere. Yes. So I can't like hold one person accountable for that, and it's not—it's just not right to because it's not really my business.
1: Yes, and if it, you know, and of course, if that was an actual piece of art or something like that, I mean, art is designed to, uh, you know, create different perspectives and that kind of thing. So there was a lot of assessments that, you know, that I know you had to go through uh, to get to that point to feel good about just taking it down. And as I suggested, the art part of it can be used in another way at another time. And that's the way that I'm always looking, whether it's my words or it's, it's my music or it's a piece of art or something that I created. If somebody doesn't like something about it, I don't have a problem not playing my song. <laughs> but I don't, See, I don't feel forced like, no, I'm going to make you listen to my song because you misunderstood what it meant and that type of thing. I mean, it's it's I need to be comfortable in my song and just not play it around this person. To me, that's being considered. It's not like rolling over and losing your power. And this has been exemplified in the past through history to where uh, peacefulness and communication given enough time has uh, changed history. It's it's freed slaves. It's is changed um, laws and aggression. Uh, normally, change can be seen through aggression, but the cost of what uh, what that equals to is much different than uh, change through communication and uh, change through uh, trusting time. Timing is is so important. So you know, bringing this back around to where do we draw the line of, you know, what we want to represent, or what our words, our posts on media, our our dress, everything like represents, and um, you know, so I'm looking forward to to clearing up, you know, as best we can that aspect.
0: Yeah, and maybe you can go into a little more of that because we did touch upon it, but I'm not sure we we gave the audience like a good way of doing that so if somebody is struggling with how to know where their line is what should they stand up for and what should they be more neutral on I don't know if that's the right word to use in that instance because this is like you said this is like an issue that people are going through right now with do they put energy more energy into a cause right now or or do they kind of conserve their energy. So mm-hmm. give, us, give us your best mm-hmm. way of, uh, best maybe a tool or perspective on how we can decide that for ourselves.
1: Well, first of all, it's going to be an individual journey for everyone of where this so-called line is drawn. Uh, the next thing that I want you to consider is this line that we're talking about is stuff that you're considering not being movable on. Now there is one thing that is immovable uh, that we experience or inflexible and it's called cancer and healthy cells around the cancerous cells flex and move. And this is why uh, cancer can be obliterated with sound. It's been proven through science uh, with dissonance because the cancerous cell can't flex and through dissonance, they can be exploded. So with that, bringing that into, you know, connecting it with this situation is that anytime you feel like you need to draw a line in the sand, truly question if you are comfortable with your truth and with that line that you're drawing, or possibly were you taught that growing up? Have you been influenced to think that way through the majority of your life with who's around you? So, see, if your line that you're drawing isn't possibly different than the way you looked at it a year ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago or isn't different than maybe somebody in your family or something like that, you may want to look at that you've been involved in training here and what you are choosing to draw a line and be immovable on is just that, is training, And anything that someone is willing to be flexible in shows that they're still willing to grow, shows that they are still willing to be considerate, shows that they have other people's interest in their heart and soul. So it comes back to ask yourself, do you want to help or do you want to prove because that's what drawing a line is, is about, No, I, I, will, I will just prove this because I won't be flexible or, or even if I can't prove with enough information because many people that draw a line, they can't prove with information. They will prove with their anger. They will prove with something. They will prove with their fist. But the point is, is that once again, if they need to prove it, it's probably a lack of true knowledge involved, a lack of wisdom. I don't know that I've ever seen any wise person have to prove something through force. Now, that's a whole other topic, but all of the greats that I've studied, which has been through many different religions and many different spiritual paths, there is a consistency that all of these great way showers, the one thing that they have in common, whether they're male or female, it doesn't matter. What no, it doesn't matter their age, is emotional management. And the flexible person is able to manage their emotions, typically. The non-flexible person and the person that sets their that draws that line in the sand about who they're going to defend that they are, that. That could be seen as that line's being drawn out of fear. Now, let's bring up a possible line, if if one could be fabricated right now, or maybe you're you got one, you know, on your tongue to say, you know, we'll, well, say it was this, and maybe you can project it onto me or yourself.
0: Yeah, and I do want to bring up an example uh, because I mean I get what you're saying, and I do think that in this situation I was battling being right or being considerate. Right. And I was mixing up being right as, like, losing or or not being right as losing. Right. And there um, has to be a winner and a loser exactly, in right and wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So let's just pick something a little more neutral. Like, let's say the post was a post of a sunset. And the person, their reasons, their perspective, I just don't, like, it's. it's like, beyond and it might be like an association that maybe they've built Mm -hmm. on how this sunset looked or maybe i don't know i don't know but let's use that because it's so neutral and and almost funny (laughs) Um, okay so
1: so with that you know we can look at is this a single view this individual person's view or is this likely to be seen by many like this. And that's where we made that separation. We saw that, no, it's possible for many, many to see it like this. When it's somebody that just goes, I can't believe you posted that picture of the sunset because we got in a fight there or something like that. See, that's a, that's a personal individual issue and that's something completely different. So part of the tool for this is, I like to say, is this for the overall good of everyone involved? Or is this just an isolated person that this is just their opinion? So see, everyone's going to have opinions. But in some of those opinions, that opinion is worth saying, hey, a lot of others could have a similar opinion here. So I think that's important to separate that. Is this an individual opinion or could this turn into a mass consciousness or a mass opinion? That, to me, is once again going to help me to understand how flexible I'm willing to be. But you got to be willing to consider that and to realize that normally most people are going to go into defense right off the bat. So we have to learn to ask those uh, protective emotions, those negative emotions, thank them. We call it the three R's, recognize, show respect, and redirect. But thank them, but then ask them to sit down. Oh, uh, competition, willpower, you just jumped up to want to say, hey, this person doesn't know me. Who do they think they are? Well, right away, just say, oh, thank you, defensiveness. There you are. Please sit down. I would need you right now if a lion was attacking me, but I'm just in a conversation. So compassion, please come to the front of the line. See, this to me is conscious action. You're not stuffing anything. You're recognizing a trained response. That's what negative emotions are, is a trained response. And then you're willing to respect it, not stuff it, not shove it down somewhere disrespectfully, but to ask it to please sit down and to acknowledge that you're very important. But now, compassion, please come up here. Is this something that this action, if I take this action, can this maybe help many people? And maybe that help is just that they won't have to go through this judgment of this post or or what I said. You can't the point is you can't please everyone and you can't try to please everyone. What you can do is move forward with the purest of intent and then use situations and people as your teacher, from my point of view, in every situation has something, every situation has something to offer to learn from, and every person has something to offer and learn from. The key of what they have to offer is whether you, wherever you carry resistance. That's the key. And instead of having to prove and overcome that resistance through force, you do it through compassion, through a willingness to truly put the shoe on the other foot. And some people call that devil's advocate, and that can be a great tool when working certain situations out. So I think that's important, like withdrawing the line. Like, you know, let me hypothetically come up with, you know, there are lines that I draw. And how I explain a line that I draw is anytime somebody brings a situation to me that I have resistance to, I want to go internally right away and find out why I have that resistance. But, and this is all before I engage with this other person. I want to get rid of this resistance, and the only way to do that that I know of, the main way, I will say the main, not the only, but the main way to get rid of that is through practice and experience. So you have to go through many different possible people or situations to learn not to react in that way, and I just gave the step that you recognize the negative emotion, but then you uh, bring forward the so-called useful emotion. This happens, it's the same whether we're working with children or we're working with emotions or we're working with energy or we're working with situations. These steps are all very, very similar. But if someone was going to, say, talk negatively about my sons, see, that might be something that I go, I draw the line there. Nobody's going to talk negatively about my sons. But before I draw that line, I want to be comfortable with somebody talking negatively about my sons because, to be honest, I don't care what anybody can say about them. I know them inside and out. And so if what this person says shakes my understanding of them, see, that's not on them. That's on me. So that's an example of I was taking something to an extreme of something I really feel like I need to defend. There's almost always room for flexibility, for consideration, And this is why you need to look at it every situation separately with every person separately and not just choose certain subjects or certain ideals that you're going to draw a line about because you're setting up a battle and you will through energy attraction. Uh, through what I call a different kind of law of attraction, you pull situations and people in to play roles to help us to move past these limitations so that we can manage these emotions, so that we can stay more conscious and connected to that higher energy and make better decisions collectively.
0: Yes, and so I kind of wanted to wrap this up with what maybe what we both learned throughout this experience. And, and so I can say that I have another experience under my belt with practicing this, and it was with you. So I don't know how many we've had together, at least not like this. This is probably the first one. But I will bring up how important it is to practice these concepts. You know, just hearing them, we think we know them. And I, I of course, thought I knew the stuff because I knew. knew Intellectually. Yeah, intellectually I knew. But it's a whole new understanding by practicing because even though we know it intellectually, we're not going to be able to practice it optimally in the moment the first time. Right. And it right. takes practice. That's so why
1: we got to be easy on ourselves. We got to forgive ourselves and others because it's through repetition that we learn to change these trainings.
0: Yeah. So going through this process, I remember when my negative emotions were coming up, that ego was coming in. I kept in mind, like, what is my optimum? What is my purpose here? And it was for growth. And I kept bringing that up and challenging. Well, I don't want to say challenging, but replacing any other question or thought that came in with that to remind myself that this is where I want to be. And so that helped me finally get out of that ego, very masculine fire energy and get back into, you know, what I, what my tension was overall.
1: Yeah. And in the past, you know, we have handled similar situations, but it would be more um, time-oriented to where I may bring something up to have you possibly looked at this this way and then maybe go away for a week and maybe discuss it, maybe not again. Um, so, so this it was an optimal experience to where we got to go through uh, a large amount of the philosophy that we talk about on these episodes and actually practice them to a completion And, uh, once, you know, due to the law of resonance and the way vibrations work, you know, we were able to, to establish that and send that ripple out into the world. And as we go separately, you know, after that conversation, then that's when I went to a family situation where we have someone that's, that's very ill in our family. And I was fresh off of that conversation. And I was the mediator between a lot of family members and helped with, The communication, I I feel like. I'll say that humbly. I hope that I did. They told me that I did. But the key was is that I went into that very sensitive to just a very in-depth communication and how to delicately move forward as the presenter of a different view. And that's what I was doing in these family situations. And I'm not sure, you know, how you've processed through the last week. Maybe you spent a lot of time to yourself. I know you did say that you reached out to a couple of friends to get their perspectives. And you were even surprised at their perspective.
0: Yeah, that's that's a cool thing to add as well is I have, um, obviously, we run in the same circles, So I have friends who also have a lot of fire energy around their boundaries. And I did share this experience with them. And I expected because of their past reactions to things like this, I expected them to take a stance as as my initial reaction my initial emotional reaction was to stand in for what like stand for what you believe in and like you know protect your art and not allow anybody to to um, you know say otherwise or, or or allow you to take it down or bend or right. uh, bend on your uh, point of view and and I was. Completely surprised when I explained the situation, explained my thought process, and they totally agreed with 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 it all. So, yeah, and
1: and to me, that is uh, that is just really worth looking at. And please don't skim over this part because when we change something internally in ourselves, it affects everyone connected to us. This is the way that we generate mass change, and I think that was just such a beautiful story that you know, you kind of, you know, these people, you've known them for a while, you had a good idea of how they were going to respond. And then they surprised you. And I think that maybe even looking back, you may have surprised yourself a little bit in our, the whole conversation and the way that you were able to go through that whole process in 20 minutes and get completely at peace. That was the main thing that when we got off the phone, I felt both of us were completely at peace with that subject. And to me, that was, uh, processing optimally, uh, that we, we approached something that we were looking at two different ways, uh, because it was, uh, initiating, you know, even an external view. So, so once again, I want to thank, uh, you know, Aaron personally for, for his role, for his willingness to, to communicate in these ways and, uh, while we enjoy sharing our experiences, even personal, Uh, through this platform so that you people can relate and know that the main aspect of this just philosophy is the application side, not the conceptual side, but the actual application of day-in, day-out situations. So be sure to tune in uh, as much as you can and connect with us with everything that we offer as we continue with this uh movement of uh to be more conscious and more intentional with every aspect of of our lives,
0: and I think our Facebook group is um has this intention and and like as we we discuss finding those people that can help with this and and uh I know that we need to put more energy into creating these experiences and these thoughtful questions to stimulate these conversations. Feel free to to call upon us in in our group because this is kind of what we're we're trying to create in our community is yeah. is a, a space for these types of experiences to to help to be processed out. And that is
1: the Wise Wise podcast community um, on Facebook, and and we that is the hope. That's what we we also have a live Q and A biweekly. That you know we we're open to discuss these types of things because. The point is, is that we want to help people see a different perspective and gain different information rather than feeling like you need to prove something uh, to much of anyone. And, and I do look forward to the questions and reactions that this episode is going to create uh, because I do talk about standing in your power uh, a good bit through these podcasts, and this is an aspect of standing in your power is flexibility and willingness to communicate and see things from as many perspectives as you can.
0: All right, everybody, thank you for joining us in our shared experience. Now stay tuned for our three minutes of stillness. Appreciate your interest in self-growth, conscious communication, and continuing to ask the wise wise.
1: And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results.
0: The Just philosophy, as discussed in this podcast, has been developed by Alexander over the last 22 years in his private practice professional environment and private studies. The information discussed is intended for educational purposes only. It is not meant as a replacement for conventional medicine. Just remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. As we continue sharing this information, there are also multiple ways to share and support this work. Gain access to our exclusive content, behind-the-scenes footage, and other products that assist you on your self-awareness journey by joining our patron team in exchange for a monetary donation by visiting wise-wise.com slash patron. That is W-I-S-E dash dot com slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Another way of support is by sharing this podcast with receptive individuals or even leaving a review on popular platforms such as iTunes or Facebook helps us introduce this work to others through the listener's words. We are also on most major social networks, so follow us along there or even join our Facebook group community. Continue your journey by visiting Alexander's website where you are able to book private consultations in person, by phone, or even Skype. Know thyself better with human design and destiny card reports and readings as mentioned in this podcast. View a calendar of his live performances and class schedule. Peruse his other products such as shirts, CDs, and the revolutionary VibroTune sound vibrational therapy tables that assist with subtle energy alignments. So grab that keyboard and go to thejustphilosophy.com for those goodies. That's T-H-E-J-U-S-T-P-H-I-L-O-S-O-P-H-Y.com. And if you love the touch of a soft shirt with a message that will warm your heart in resonation, then check out my company, Verity's Apparel, where I am a one-man band doing it all from design to physically printing the garment it's sealing it all with a conscious touch. Just go to veritiesapparel.com V-E-R-I-T-E-E-S-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com Thank you all for being a part of this journey with us.